you may have really heard a tibetan from uh, the chinese controlled tibetan autonomous region interacting with the indian security forces or the indian army on the line of actual control but there is a concerted effort by the chinese authorities to recruit more and more tibetan youth into the uh, security forces for various reasons what are those reasons why is it important to keep a watch on this development is the subject of this week's podcast on news warrior i am nitin gokhale so while tibetans have been recruited into the people's liberation army for some years now almost two decades their significance or the attention on uh, their joining the pla has not been as intense as it is now it is because what happened in ladakh in may 2020 and thereafter and the uh, hype about uh, india's special frontier force which uh, comprises mainly of uh, tibetan fighters which is a special force under the rnaw or the research and analysis wing taking part in the kailash range operations in august 2020 since then the analysts the reports reporters everyone is concentrating on what the chinese do with the tibetans when they join the pla or the people's armed police the fact is that the tibetans are still very reluctant to join any of the security forces in china although soldiers of tibetan origin who have joined the pla have risen in the ranks of course up to only a maximum level of a, a major general the reluctance on part of the larger tibetan population to join the security forces of the chinese pla or the people's armed police force in china is understandable remember the chinese walked into tibet in 1958 and have ever since tried to dominate and uh, sort of overwhelm the tibetan culture tibetan traditions and the tibetan political aspirations so the resentment against the chinese or the han chinese is palpable and is high in uh, the tibet autonomous region not just in tibet but the larger tibet region which could include uh, other parts of china now the attention on the recruitment of the tibetans is mainly because uh, over the past 2 years the chinese over the past 2 years the chinese are making special efforts to get more and more tibetan youths into the security forces in fact under a special recruitment drive the uh, tibetan administration has dictated or directed every tibetan household to contribute one tibetan youth be a male or a female into the security forces it could either be the pla the main army or the people's armed police now the response to that also has not been very uh, substantial according to media reports and according to intelligence reports uh, that are available across the globe as well as in india the fact is the number of tibetans in the security forces is still very limited one estimate said that in the past 2 years the tibetans have raised or the chinese have raised two tibetan units to be deployed along the line of actual control with india not necessarily right in the front lines but in the second layer for maybe translation maybe interpretation and also gathering intelligence and um, some of the media reports have in fact uh, spoken about special teams being formed by the chinese uh, consisting of 
Tibetans. Some of these teams are called Snow Hawk Air Team, Snow Pigeon Communications Team, Snow Wolf Mountaineering Expedition, Snow Fox QRT or Quick Reaction Team, and Snow Mastiff Fighting Team. The advantage of having Tibetan youth in the security forces is that they are well acclimatized because they live on the high altitude plateau of Tibet. They know the language, they know the topography, and therefore these recruits, when they complete their training, uh, are useful when deployed along the line of actual control with India. And yet, the batch of 100 odd Tibetans who completed their training in 2020 and first half of 2021 have been deployed only in the Chumbi Valley opposite Sikkim or opposite Bhutan on the tri-junction of the Sikkim, Bhutan and Tibet border where there was a standoff at Dolam in 2017 as many of the viewers of this channel will recall. Now, there is a place called Farizong where they are being uh, trained, they are being uh, given the orientation for joining the uh, armed forces or the security forces. And uh, many of these points are uh, quite well known. Uh, Yatung or Yadong as they call it now, uh, which is again uh, just beyond the Chumbi Valley. Chima and Farizong that I mentioned, which is right in the Chumbi Valley. These recruits, once they finish their training, were uh, in fact taken to some Tibetan monks for blessings and for orientation, is what uh, some of the reports have said. In fact, uh, another batch that is undergoing training currently uh, is uh, supposed to be deployed uh, in Aksai Chin, opposite Ladakh, given the fact that it will be almost two years in May 2022 that Indian and Chinese forces are facing each other off on that high altitude plateau in the western sector of the boundary. Another QR or the qualitative requirement for recruitment of Tibetan youths is that they should be below 25 years of age so that they have a longer life uh, in the service. And of course, they are fitter and uh, they are much more, maybe technologically a little more savvier than their older counterparts. That's how the uh, QR is, one of the QRs is. The other interesting part that uh, people who have analyzed this have noticed is that majority of the recruits from Tibet into the security forces of China are uh, of mixed parentage. That is either Tibetans marrying Han women or uh, Tibetan men marrying Han women or Han men marrying Tibetan women and their children are majority recruits in the Tibetan uh, special recruitment drive that has happened over the past couple of years. Does this pose threat to India or India's security? Well, preliminary analysis, at least by the intelligence agencies and the security establishment says not really. Because of the lack of trust between the Han-dominated PLA and the leadership in the People's Liberation Army and the Tibetans. The Tibetans have a huge residual resentment against uh, the Han Chinese for the way they have trampled their culture, their um, area of uh, influence in Tibet. Their weather patterns have changed because of indiscriminate use of uh, water or uh, extracting minerals from there. And more importantly, the kind of persecution that is carried out against the Tibetans by the Han Chinese remains even three generations or two generations after the Dalai Lama was forced to leave Tibet in 1959 and take shelter or take refuge in India. So, so many years after, nearly 63 years after the Dalai Lama came to India, the Tibetans still continue to revere him. Uh, the younger generation may not know much about him, but they have got or heard stories from their parents, their grandparents, and the Tibetan religion 
continues to be as strong as it was uh, in the 1950s and the 1960s. So therefore, the Han Chinese don't trust the Tibetans. They don't give them uh, important assignments or uh, important responsibilities. And therefore, uh, it is not likely to pose any threat to India really in that sense. The recruitment of the Tibetans is mainly for internal messaging within China that China or Chinese Han majority population is welcoming the 52 minority tribes or minority ethnic groups that are there in China are being integrated properly. That's the message the Chinese want to send to their own people. Apart from the world, they want to also convince their own people that they are integrating these minority uh, people or the minority population. And therefore, it is also used for messaging uh, internally. It also wants to uh, spread, the uh, Communist Party of China wants to spread the message to the Tibetans at large and also to the Han Chinese population elsewhere that their model of development has brought in prosperity to Tibet. There is all-round development in Tibet in the past uh, 63 years. And uh, these Tibetan youth uh, who join the uh, armed forces or the security forces are a good medium of doing this propaganda uh, as far as internal publicity is concerned uh, in the Chinese nation itself. So therefore, uh, right now, they are being used for secondary tasks, the Tibetan youths who joined the armed forces, or are being settled into these border prosperity villages that are coming up along the line of actual control. Nearly 600 plus villages are coming up there. These villages are, of course, uh, of dual use. They also have military infrastructure and civilian infrastructure. And uh, as uh, noted Tibetologist Claude Arpi observed in one of his articles, and I quote him here in July 2021, he wrote this. He says, and I quote, the Chinese propaganda machine is working full time. A few weeks ago, that was uh, in July he was mentioning, a Tibetan female sniper called Dawa Chokar came into the limelight. She was described by CCTV military as an amazing female soldier in special forces. It said, he went on to add, the story of her efforts to achieve a counter-attack against India, he didn't say it in so many words, is more exciting than you think. Dawa, Claude Arpi has mentioned, belonged to the first mobile detachment of the People's Armed Police's Tibet Corps. She enlisted in the army in September 2013. She broke the language barrier, learnt Mandarin, and of course, now is an asset to the People's Armed Police in China. Of course, it must be noted that despite joining the PLA a number of years ago, only seven odd Tibetans have risen to the rank of Major General, and that too only in the Tibetan Autonomous Region. So, the bottom line is, despite all the hype and a lot of discussions on this, the joining of the Tibetans in the Chinese Armed Forces or Security Forces is not, as of now, a threat to India. Uh, it is actually meant for uh, showcasing the so-called integration effort of the Chinese Communist Party between the mainland uh, Chinese population and the Tibetans. And of course, as I mentioned, for interpretation and the language skills that they bring in, the Tibetan language skills, when uh, negotiating with India on the border. So, I wanted to just uh, draw your attention to this uh, development, which is not very new, but not very well known either. Uh, the uh, discussions uh, on the uh, friction points in Ladakh are still ongoing. As you know, earlier this week, there was the 14th round that was held in uh, Chushul Moldo meeting point. The outcomes are not yet clear, but there will be some disengagement at the remaining friction points in the, in the coming months. But 
have no illusion. None of us should have that illusion that uh, this border problem or the standoff is going to end soon. Because China is bent upon creating situation where uh, India is bound to take countermeasures and uh, Chinese want to keep India off balance, both militarily and politically and diplomatically. Therefore, this will continue until at, at least the end of 2022 because Xi Jinping wants to have a smooth re-nomination for a third term, unprecedented third term to rule China and rule the Chinese Communist Party in the coming five years, starting October or November 2022. This is something that I wanted to uh, sort of just uh, flag. Of course, you know, if you have uh, more suggestions, uh, more uh, interpretation, and uh, some of the feedback that you want to give, do write to us. Please spread the word among your friends and family. Here we try and bring you unknown or little known facets of the world, and especially the world around India, uh, in terms of foreign policy, strategic issues and defense. And uh, of course, you know where to reach us, how to subscribe to our social media handles and our YouTube channel. And uh, I will keep coming back every week, uh, every Saturday, in fact, to bring you more such programs and uh, try and interact with you whenever possible. Until the next time, it's goodbye.